Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuning in to Number One Prince of Airwaves with your host, Prince George. And also, Vicky. Here we go. On Blog Talk Radio and Zone Radio Alliance. Welcome to number today, Reds. I'm your host, Chris George. Uh, um, today, you know, we're doing a show. Um, basically, today is a show dedicated to Warzone Comics. As you know, sometimes, as you know, as you never heard it before, um, today we have a special guest coming into the studio today. But, of course, I'll let you her introduce herself um, when she gets here. Uh, right now, as of right now, my co-host, Vicky, is taking care of the disappointing design ETC, so she's not in the studio today. But hopefully she'll be back real, real soon. Um, as far as the show, as far as the show is concerned, uh, right now we're about to go in to um, play a song, um, as we always do, y'all. Um, we boy Prince George, and this song is called "I Want to Be" off of the Book of Becoming soundtrack. It's written by Joseph Easley for Easy Trinity Music One for what's on records. And uh, it's off the and um yeah, it's off the coming soundtrack, y'all. All right, like, hope you guys enjoy. All I ever wanted to be, all I ever wanted to be, yo, wanted to be, wanted to be, all I ever wanted to be, yo, wanted to be. Wanted to be. All I ever want to be is a good boy, good man, good son, good brother, good grandson, and husband. Thing is good with the room to be better. Better yet, wonderful godsons. Even when people try to say or pretend that I wasn't. But because people sometimes don't try to give me the time of day. Talk to myself and let the God lead the way. Feeling ready, feeling real good today. And the day ain't even over and I got a sense of scope of how fit. Leaving people on their own mental trip of that. But in fact, I got on my knees and paid for things to be better. Better. Sorry, y'all. Um, that that was the all I want to be off the book. That was all I want to be off the book. Becoming soundtrack, y'all. Green by George, lost easy for easy trading music one for what's on records, y'all. And artist is Baby G, y'all. All right, um, we're gonna go to another song, and this song's entitled As One, y'all. Green by George, lost easily for easy trading music one for what's on records, y'all. And this is artist is uh, Baby G. And this is off the book. Becoming soundtrack as well, y'all. If you guys can enjoy. Since the beginning when we met, I thought I was talking to a goddess, so I winded and dined it. And as the time passed, I got a chance to get behind it for the life of me. I knew someday somehow we was going to make it. Despite the occasional arguments and nights of agitation sessions, we got through it all with no hesitation. Instead of coming apart at the seams, we straight kept it together. All these years later, we've been down and you still kept us together. And we could have packed up so many times that we made behind and started anew. But now we decided it's you for me and me for you. So let's take this trip for two, where two becomes one. So let's do I do.
Matt Sauer's entitled Act One, y'all, written by John Fox Easy Trading Music One for his own records. Uh, and it's, um, it's also Boogie's Company soundtrack, y'all, and Artists' Baby G, y'all. All right, y'all, so we're about to go. Um, we're going to go into a commercial break, y'all. So, and this, is, this commercial is called Became. All right, y'all. When the world was in trouble and needed a hero, one man was the only thing that stood between them and a creature set on world domination. He came, he saw, he saved, and he just became. When the world... All right, y'all. We're going to go to another commercial break, y'all. Hey, tomorrow's videos, y'all. And this is commercial title, uh, Bucky Commercial, y'all. Critics call it dazzling, a cinematically forward, heart-pounding 3D effect, film of the year, when a vile creature sets out to destroy the calm and the world as we know it. One man is ordained as a new breed of hero, and Christian hero of heroes, in order to keep the world from going into complete chaos, one city at a time. Now it's a race against time, and this new crowned hero has to prove he is the one who can stop this vile creature and right the wrongs, and in the process, help 13 other individuals to take their rightful place by becoming something they never knew existed. From director George Easley, Trinity Vision Entertainment, and Warzone Comics presents Bugsy the Becoming, starring Prince George. Bugsy the Becoming, see it in 3D and cinema at AMC, Regal, and IMAX Theaters, August 30th. Cowboys Boys commercial, y'all. Got to pay a little bills, y'all. And then we're going to do one more. We're going to do a song entitled Dreams, y'all. Written by Joseph Easily for Easy Training Music 1 for Wars on Records, y'all. And um, this off the book, you come in soundtrack, y'all. I you guys can enjoy. Thank you. 
Yo, that was called Dreams. We brought you off the music. For easy training, music one. For what's on record. And it's also about to become a soundtrack, y'all. All right, y'all. We are. You guys want to listen to the radio show if you haven't heard it already, y'all. You guys can hear it on the um, Apple Podcast. You also can hear it um, off our webpage, WordsOnComicsWDC.com. Um, forward slash our dash podcast. Um, you guys can hear it there as well, too. Um, you guys, so you guys can check it out. You also can check it out on our uh, Facebook page. But as our assignments, we have a special guest coming to the studio today. So if you guys can appreciate my special guest, and I'm going to let her speak to her so. Hello there. Hello there. How are you doing, George? Hey, how are you doing? Um, hi, Ayana. Um, well, speak, introduce yourself to your fans. Say that again? Introduce yourself to your fans. Absolutely. Hi, everyone. Uh, so my name is Ayana Taylor. I am an actress. Um, I'm from Texas, um, Sulphur Springs, Texas specifically. That's Northeast Texas. But I recently moved to Los Angeles probably about a year and a half ago. Um, I am pursuing all things acting and, you know, that's colored into voiceover. That's colored into doing a lot of theater work. And I'm really, really just, you know, I mean, for my fans, thank you guys for listening. And I'm so happy that you guys are tuning in today. And I hope something I say may be of value or inspiration to you. Okay, so I have a question for you, Ayana. Oh, uh, guys, fans, Ayana is also part of the What's Becoming audio book they were working on and upcoming movies they're working on as well. Um, But, Ayana, so, (laughs) and, of course, we're in the process of, you know, finishing that right now, too, as well, too. So it's a great project, and thanks to (laughs) Curtis and Ayana and a few other individuals, that's actresses and actresses, the great actors, actresses, part of the project as well. But Yana, mm-hmm. how did you get into how did you get into acting in the beginning? How did I begin my journey in acting? That's a it's a very loaded yes. question, but I'll try to I'll try to be as concise as possible. Um, so I graduated from Baylor University in 2016, and I I got a degree in professional sales. And the job that I got right out of college took me all the way to St. Paul, Minnesota. So I went from Texas all the way to Minnesota. And um, I knew whenever I moved out there, I was ready for something new. I was ready for a change. And I'm just so fortunate that the job that I, you know, was hired under allowed me to kind of escape and escape, you know, maybe expectations, the way things have always been in my life. It kind of uprooted my life. And so when I got to Minnesota, I, I enjoyed sales. It was a great career, but I just I found myself longing for something more. And I just happened to come across a girl who was also doing, um, who was pursuing acting and modeling. And we struck up a conversation, and little after that, she was like, you should do it. You'd be really great at it. And I know that sounds sour, like, oh, my God, somebody told me, and then all of a sudden I'm into this industry. But it honestly opened up something I've always wanted to do, but I've never had the confidence or I was always too self-conscious to see myself being on center stage or doing anything in a, in a acting, you know, theatrical artistic form. So um, this her saying that kind of opened up the, 
the opportunity and also the, the love and passion I had for her, but was too scared to try it. So when she said that, I was like, you know what? What's the worst that can happen? I have a full-time job. I, I'm, I'm love, you know, I'm, I'm financially stable. I have everything I could possibly want. You know, my, my parents are proud of me. You know, what, what can I lose by trying, you know, trying this as a hobby? And little did I know, four years later, I would still be doing acting and just still always trying to learn and grow and just become the best I can be in terms of my career. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> I know that was still long, but I tried to keep it as compact as possible. Oh, no problem. Um, I have a question <laughs> for you. Have you ever felt like giving up or moving to another profession or passion project or it's, it's funny you say that. Um, I think everybody in this, you know, who's experiencing, pretty much I feel like everyone's kind of in the same boat when it comes to what uh, COVID-19 has done to everybody's world and shifted it dramatically. Um, and we have our new normal. And I do believe in that first, that first two, three weeks that, you know, you're stuck at home, can't go out, can't pursue or do anything actively. Um, that was probably a really dark part, part, dark time for me specifically because I was doing so much before quarantine hit. I was in, I was in two plays. I was, you know, working on my craft. I was just, I was kind of had a routine, you know. And whenever, you know. March 15th, March 16th, you know, our governor said, hey, shut everything down. It was like, well, maybe sh- should I be doing this? <laughs> you know, it just, it like hit me. It was just like, I'm grinding, I'm hustling, I'm I'm putting all this effort and strain on myself. Is it worth it? And I definitely was feeling very like, uh, maybe, maybe I can be a housewife. Maybe I can just, <laughs> maybe I can just, you know, just live very casually. Don't put this stress on myself. But at the end of the day, I found I found the joy of, you know, getting a script, you know, getting material and really diving in and understanding it and having a sense of empathy for the, the character that I'm portraying or, the you know, the partner I'm interacting with in the story that, that constantly pulls me in. And it's just, it's it's not like real life. It's, 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 it's more truthful than real life. So I found myself going back to acting. And, and I'm, I got back in and I'm taking some new classes as well. Um, so that's definitely livened things up for me and my career, my my journey. So yeah, I'm, it was hard. It was hard this past quarantine. Um, and then there've been other times too where I've been burnt out, where I'm just like, you know what, the 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 investment or you know the payout isn't worth the investment. You know, you're just going day and night. Um, but like I said, I kind of just fall back on this is what I love to do. I left my job. I left my sales job all the way in Minnesota to move out to Los Angeles. I've sacrificed so much just to be here. And, you know, it, it, it can get, you can get lost in the day to day, you know, but you talk to your friends, your classmates, and like, Ayana, you've grown so much in the past three or four months. You don't see how much you've grown because you're just grinding all the time. So it, it really is refreshing to have a community of people who can encourage you, support you, and let, let you know, hey, you're on the right track. Just keep going. So, yeah. Okay. So, like, I get that you, how you started acting. How many years have you been acting? Like, if you don't mind me asking. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, so, I, I started in July of 2016. So, this past month marks four years of me <laughs> pursuing acting. Not full-time, necessarily. I, I did – I was doing acting uh, – part-time, well, not even part-time really, just kind of as a hobby 
um, while I was in Minnesota doing, you know, I had my full-time career. Um, but I would, you know, go on auditions after work or I would, you know, be taking classes right at, right when I get out of, you know, work, you know, just constantly trying to grow and to the point where I felt comfortable that I could leave a job or I could feel confident enough to pursue this full-time. So, yeah, yeah, I, I started it in July of 2016, and it's just never – I haven't looked back since, you know. It's been like a – I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for this outlet. Okay, so I have a question. So how would a person um, that's interested in getting into acting, what would you be your advice mm-hmm. for someone who wants to get into acting, who's ne- who, want have the, who has inspired to be an actor or actress, mm-hmm. but never ever acted in their life? How would you – how what would be your advice for them to get into it? That's also a great question. I love it because, believe it or not, I've got so many friends that come up to me, or not come up to me physically, but they message me via Instagram or Facebook or just on different platforms. And like, Yana, like, I'm so inspired by you. I really wanted to do this myself. Where do I even start? Where do I begin? And that's a tough question. I think it definitely depends on what market you're in. Um, But regardless of what market you're in, don't think that, okay, I'm starting this career today. I'm going to be on the major television or a major movie screen. That doesn't happen. You know, that's just not realistic um, in terms of, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to all of a sudden just be this overnight success. This is a career that's going to take time and effort and energy and investment. And so I want to tell you right off the bat, this isn't just a, a coasting career. This is a, if you really want to do this, you're going to have to work hard for it. And I would say, depending on what market you're in, I think it's best to find a legitimate teacher, a legitimate school that, you know, can really start moving your career in the right direction. If you don't have training, it's like it's like a doctor going in for surgery and he hasn't done any of his medical school training. It's like, how are you going to go in there and be equipped if you're not, if you're not armed with the tools and the necessary skill to go out there and execute and be free with it. So I definitely recommend wherever you are, do your research, because there's a lot of scam schools out there. I'm telling you, I fell under a few. So I think it's so important that you find a class, find a teacher that you that can grow, that can help you open up to this new world and this new journey of acting, because it's a beautiful one, but it's a challenging one. And don't be afraid to go in and deep and, and, and have those emotions that you've kept locked in your whole life. You know, parents told you couldn't do this. People picked on you about this, the way you look this way. All those things that you've suppressed, those are going to be something that you are going to appreciate. It's, it's, it's what makes you you. And so, so that like I said, my first thing is find a legit teacher and school. And then the second thing I would say is find a community. I know – when I was in Minnesota, I was so grateful to find, um, you know, on Facebook, there's several acting groups where, you know, in Minnesota, they're like, okay, there's a lot of, if you want to be an extra, you know, you can find groups specifically to just being an extra, just so you can start getting on set, just getting a feel for what that, what that looks like. Um, and so finding your acting community, start making friends and start learning from the people your peers around you. I think that's the easiest and fastest way to grow in, in terms of the technical side of acting. Um, you need to have that artistic teaching with the training, and then you need to have the business side of acting, you know, how to, you know, get the best headshots, how to find the best photographer, how to write your resume, how to, 
you know, it, all that stuff, you want to have a, a community that helps you with the technical side. And then lastly, I would say find a, a, a good person that can get you some headshots. I mean, it, it, do your research on this one as well, research, 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 because you want to find someone that helps you be bookable. You want a casting director to look at your photo and be like, oh, this person's perfect, you know? So do your research on finding a good photographer because that will, that will jump you catapult in front of several people having a good headshot. But then again, you have to have that training to back you up. You can't just come in the room because of that great headshot and then don't deliver the goods. So that's, that's, those are, the, I think, the three things I would say. You know, get training, um, find your community, get really good headshots, and then from there, you know, start playing, you know, reading plays, reading, um, you know, books, reading artistic stuff that inspires you. Start feeling that creative, you know, that creative, um, you know, you want to get yourself immersed in the creative world so you can imagine, you know, and start putting yourself in these circumstances. Because at the end of the day, we have to be good storytellers. If you can't storytell, you know, it's going to be harder for you to really get your message across to someone. You have to, you have to understand the stories. So, yeah. <laughs> as you can um, tell, I've, I, so, as you can tell, I've done this. I've had this conversation with so many people that I can be like, boom, boom, boom. Here you go. Where you go. <laughs> so, so yeah. So we would okay. call you. I must call you Professor Taylor now, huh? <laughs> okay, man. I'll take it. <laughs> like I said, I'm definitely <laughs> when it comes to the business side. I went to school for business uh, and sales, so I, I kind of get more of the business side of acting. So. It kind of worked out well for me. There was a lot of people like, uh, "Wow, Ayana, like your resume, your 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 um your business card, you have everything so put together." I was like, "Yeah, I went to school for this. Um, now I'm trying to get on the side where I'm being more artistically creative, taking classes so I can level myself out, you know, so I can be well rounded." So, but yes, I will, okay, I will educate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I so I um. So how did you uh, because with this project? Uh, what's becoming the what's becoming project? The audiobook. How did you come across World of Comics and how did you get hired there? Like as far as the um, working on the audiobook and the uh, upcoming movie project. Oh, so so War Zone Comics. You're talking about specifically, like working with you. Yeah. In the project. Like yeah. 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 I mean, Absolutely. Yeah, like, so I was. Yeah, I, I was actually looking back and I was like. Because I feel like we kind of already had this relationship kind of going for a while. And I look back in some of my emails, and I, I remember submitting I remember submitting for a, a, one of your projects. I don't know if you posted on um, L.A. Casting or Access Access or, or something specifically, but I remember um, submitting my information to you. And, I, and then from there you emailed me asking me to record specific lines for my character Michelle. And um, I went through, read the script, and then I sent you just the line from Michelle. And then from there, I, I remember you being like, I would love to work with you. And, you know, and from there, it just kind of catapulted. So um, that's where it started. I just submitted to one of your projects that you may have may had a posting about. And then from there, since mid I looked at the email since mid-October, we've been in communication doing projects like this. And it's been so much fun. I've really enjoyed it so far. And and like I said, you're actually the first person to kind of get me into like voiceover and doing it physically. So um, I was really, really grateful, grateful to you for that because it's been so fun. I've actually like taken off on voiceover in my career. So yeah, yeah, that's that's that was always the beginning. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 
it's not every day for me, this is my, for my opinion, not every day that you meet people that you can technically work well with or you can mm-hmm. talk to or you can collaborate with, you know, because right. a lot of people don't really realize that I'm one of the writer, one of the writers and one of the producers of the project will be coming as well as I mm-hmm. in, in the project itself. But mm-hmm. from, like you were saying that, you know, from the business side, you have to have the eye or the ears for the idea uh, for the business. And then, you know, of course, growing exactly. grooming yourself to be an actor and groom yourself to the different facets of the business to make yourself mm-hmm. uh, more, more, more around it as far as an actor yes. or actress or whatever. Absolutely. And then just basically follow, basically follow up with everybody. Like sometimes you may tend to get a little behind a little bit, but basically – um, being clear, like making what you want done clear. So basically getting mm-hmm. it done. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And in and, and, and very layman terms, I think it's important to remember yourself as, as you are, you are the product, you are the service, you are, you know, you have to set the, set people up and show them what you're capable of because, if you don't even know what your product is, if you don't even know what you can offer to people, how can they cast you? How can they, how can they with confidence say, oh, my God, this Ayana would be perfect for this. Oh, my gosh, yes. So it's, it's just in the day, like, knowing your product, knowing who you are, knowing what you bring to the table. And the, the more clarity you have with that and your intentions, the easier you make it for other people who want to, you know, find problems, find solutions to their problem. Like, like I said, you were looking for someone, George, you were looking for two actresses at the time to cast. And it's like, I can do this. I know I can do this. I'm going to submit to this because I feel like I can really get into this role and this character. And what I did in some way resonated with you because you're like, oh, my God, yes, this is what I'm looking for. At the end of the day, we have to be um, – we have to be problem solvers. We have to be the solution to the problems that casting and directors have, you know, be those pro- those solutions for them. But, you know, I, I realistically how Words on Comics cast and how we how the process starts with us is that we'll, we have an idea of writing a project and have an idea of a character in our head and how they come across and how they, how they sound and how they look. And I think mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. how everybody else has, but we look at the idea mm-hmm. of how you how a person may resemble the character first. And mm-hmm. I think really, okay. when you look at the, like you said, like you said, headshots. You know, like you look at the headshots. Mm-hmm. The headshots are are right and they look and they catch your eye as you're mm-hmm. casting a, a project or a role. Then you be like, oh mm-hmm. wait, okay, I'm making this person. And then when you go in, it, which is the which is the door. It catches your eye and drags you into right. their their right. resume or the IMDB mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you look mm-hmm. at it and you're like, okay. And then you start looking around and looking at their experience and you start staring at it. And you start looking at their reels and if they have reels or whatever of their right. past work. Right. And then you're like, okay, well, yeah, I think we can, we can work with that. Or mm, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. But yeah, you mean in a sense. So, like, what was your, um, what made you, like, respond to the idea of the project? I mean, you say you said you feel like you can technically uh, perform the role as, uh, by the way, mm-hmm. um, uh, Diana plays Michelle Davenport in the upcoming Buzz and Becoming project. So, um, yes. what was it about Michelle Davenport from your perspective as an actress 
that made you say, I can do, I can technically do it? Well, it's, it's funny because I, I love, I love both the characters that we originally hit the script. I read the whole thing and I, 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 I could, I could, I resonated with her sister, how she was very like straight collared and, and such a straight shooter. You know, she was very like intentional and to the point. And in real life, I'm still like that. I'm, I'm very type A. I'm very technical. I'm very like, you know, go get her. Like I need to, you know, we're professional, you know, get it together. And in the script that you sent me, you know, Michelle was more like the lackadaisical, I'll deal with it, whatever. Let's, you know, you know, <laughs> she was more kind of laid back. And I think what I loved about her is, like, she gets her job done. She gets the work done, but she still is so cool about it. And in some way, I, I, like, I, like, was, like, a fan of her. I was like, man, like, if I could be like Michelle, I would be so much cooler, you know? <laughs> I mean, maybe not get as much work done, but I feel like Michelle, like, she's, um, she's fun. She's energetic. She, she keeps her sister, like, loose and not, like, so worked up. And I don't know, like I said, those were, like, the initial – feelings that I got from Michelle that I was like, I, I really appreciate her. And like, she's a valuable character in this role just for who she is. And she's true to herself. So that was initially what I got, but yeah, it's, she's, she's a fun character. I mean, I have a question. So any other projects that you're working on right now, that fans can check you out in that you want people to know more about you besides working on Boise Becoming, which I appreciate really very much, but what other projects yeah. you have going on that you want people to see you in and, and they want to see your work and potentially want to attend to yeah. hire you for other projects and do other things. I mean, what else is, what else do you want to attend, or what else what else do you want to work with in the industry or what other projects do you want to technically work on? What types of roles do you want to pick up? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many great questions. I would definitely say just right off the back, if you guys want to stay in touch with me and all the stuff that I'm doing, um, you can definitely follow me on Instagram, um, and that's at underscore Ayana Taylor, my full name. So that's underscore A-Y-A-N-A-T-A-Y-L-O-R underscore. Um, I post a lot of, like, some of the projects that I've been working on recently. Well, not recently since COVID, but I try to, you know, update and let people know about the projects that I'm working on. And um, you can also follow me on my YouTube channel. It's just my name, Ayana Taylor. And uh, before quarantine um, happened, I was daily, not daily, but several times a week working on my um, my YouTube web series. Not, well, not web series. It's like a YouTube kind of interview session called uh, Actor Talks. And it's basically me going around Los Angeles and interviewing different Los Angeles actors and asking them, you know, kind of the same questions, but just about their journey. Like, you know, you know, where did you move from and why did you choose Los Angeles? What's the struggle that you're going through right now? Uh, what's a, a tip that you can share with other actors who are going through the same struggles or maybe similar to what you're going through? And I thought that was such a great way to connect other actors. And I wish somebody had done that for me, you know, or I wish that was out there for me where I could follow someone who's like, wow, they're moving to Los Angeles. What was their experience like? And every single actor that I talk to is something different. It's some, they come from somewhere different. They had to come, overcome this hurdle to get here. And so it's just really beautiful hearing everybody's story uh, while also reconnecting with people that I've worked with in the past. So if you're interested in that and, like I said, if you're a new actor, even if you're a veteran actor, they have so much advice and tips on there. Um, that's on my YouTube channel that you can check out. It's called Actor Talk. So if you type in YouTube, Actor Talk, Sayana Taylor, it'll probably pop you right to it. Um, so that was one thing I'm working on. 
the second thing, like I told you, George, I've been, you know, really taking off my voiceover work, and that's just been such a fulfilling experience because I've always wanted to do voiceover. People are like, oh, my God, you have such an amazing voice. They got like, oh, my God, you should be doing commercials and whatnot. And so uh, me being able to live out this dream of doing voiceover has been so much fun. I've helped so many clients from um, YouTube narration to, you know, character work, character anime work, kind of like what you're doing, um, you know, doing voicemails and audio books and just, it's really cool. Just like based off what our, my clients are needing, um, that's been such a rewarding experience and fun for me as well. So if you're, if you're looking for a voice and you would like to hire me, I'm on Fiverr.com. That's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Um, you can check out my website. I have a voice reel also on my YouTube channel. You can check that out as well. Um, this is also pre-production, the last thing I'll say. I'm working on a web series. I wrote it myself, and I'm trying to – I'm in production now. I mean, well, I'm finishing up the last uh, episode of the five-part web, web series. Um, and it's basically like a – basically my life in quarantine. And so just kind of walking me through the whole steps. And it's a comedy. It's, it's definitely a comedy. I mean, how um, – you know, Hmm? No, no, I was going to ask a question, but I'll wait till you're done. Thanks. But, yeah, so it's a a comedy. It's a a web series. It's a five-episode web series. Um, I'm finishing up the last episode, and then I'm going to start shooting it. But it's it's basically quarantine life, you know, (laughs) the struggles of quarantine. But also, like I said, it's imaginary circumstance. So I'm playing a character who's kind of going along the same experiences I was I was having when I first, you know, quarantine struck and the things that were happening in the, in those moments. So I wanted to find some comical relief in all of it. And, you know, I mean, to be honest, there were times, you know, especially with the George Floyd um, killing uh, in May, that was, it was literally, I'm never going to forget it. It was like five days after my birthday. I was like celebrating. I was so happy for my birthday. And then, you know, that happened. Um, and so that kind of sent me in a, in a, and, you know, like a kind of a spin, you know, um, where I was just feeling so down. It's just like, oh, like anything I'm talking about doesn't seem important enough because this people are losing their lives. Black people are losing their lives. So it's, it's, it's. I'm definitely going to try to incorporate some of that and how I was, how I was experiencing that as a black woman into that web series that I'm working on. So. Yeah, those are. The, I feel like those are the three things I'm working on. Um, I'm still going out for self tapes and auditions and commercial auditions. I submitted two of those this week, so still trying to stay working in this new reality of COVID nineteen. But yeah, those are some of the three things. If you guys want to check me out, my YouTube, my Instagram, are those like the two main things under my name underscore Yana Taylor underscore. So who are who? If I may ask, who is your inspiration? My inspiration, oh, like just my an actor inspiration. I mean, yeah. it would just have to be hands down, hands down, without a shadow of doubt, Viola Davis. Like she has been, I don't know, such a such a moving, you know, compelling actor, and you know, just her story. You know how she's been in the industry for for decades before she had her big break. You know, it's just a testament to never giving up, doing what you love, no matter what society sees you as because she's a she's a dark-skinned beautiful black woman and you know I see myself in her you know that she's pursuing this career and in her blazing past all of these hurdles of you know being looked over you know in, in terms of skill and talent she's just 
so exquisite. And um, I definitely, I, I definitely love watching everything that she's in. Like I've, I've recently watched Fences, uh, How to Get Away with Murder. You know, um, I, uh, you know, just recently watched Doubt, which was an older movie that she started when she was, she was a lot younger, when she was just, just getting started. Not just getting started, but finally getting some momentum under her name. Um, so yeah, she's she's just such an amazing actor, and I just I feel like I grow every time I watch her. And uh, it was I think it was this past December, um, I actually was an extra on How to Get Away with Murder. And I saw her in action, and I thought that was just such a star moment. I was just, like, so inspired. Like, the fact that I was on the same set as Viola Davis, and I was watching her. I mean, you know, you have your cues as an extra, like, okay, start walking now. In that time that I wasn't walking, watching, in that time that I wasn't walking, I was watching her just, like, soaking up all of her energy and her expressions and everything, and um, yes, so she, she she truly is my inspiration, and I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful to have her as a role model, something that I can look up to and towards in terms of my career. Do you have any, do you have any specific writers and producers you look up to as well? Or do you have any writers and, and actresses, writers and producers you look up to or directors you look up to or no? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's it's funny because I've always seen this my career in the actors vision, like the actors realm. Um, but as I've started to write and you know start writing and producing stuff on my own, I am starting to really dive in and look at other you know act uh, directors and producers and and so I'm still dabbling in and, and I don't I don't have a favorite right off the top of my head, but I know. Um, I really love the movie Inception, and I know Christopher Nolan is the director for that. And I don't know, I've always just been inspired by the work and how everything was shot, and it was just really interesting, you know, the concept. Um, and I think because I think he wrote and directed it, so um, just seeing how that writing turned into life and how he was able to really form that whole world through that movie. So, um, so yeah, he definitely comes to mind in terms of work that I'm inspired by, and also I guess I could say. Uh, James Cameron. I, I I guess maybe I'm hitting all of these like major well-known people because <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm basing it off movies that I've really enjoyed and, and with James Cameron I just loved Avatar. I think that was just such a phenomenal groundbreaking movie in terms of you know just you know just the overall message about taking care of the planet and our you know our lives are valuable and you know respecting the people that come before us and, and you know worrying about you know the world and climate change and taking care of what we have while we can, you know, so I really loved that message with James Cameron. So he's always been something I've, he's always been someone I've, I've seen and I've been appreciative of his work. So just to name a few. So you said you're in the last episode of writing your episode. Yes. So how is it coming? Yes. Uh, how is it coming? How are you how- I mean, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a, okay, I shouldn't say I'm not a writer. Everybody's a writer. Everyone has a story to tell. Um, but I will say I took a writing class last fall um, just so I could start getting myself comfortable in the idea of, you know, creating these stories and also just start writing stuff for myself and, and, and getting more real material, real footage. Not, not R-E-A-L, R-E-E-L, real footage <laughs> um, so that I can, like, 
start casting myself in the roles that I want to be in. And um, so I, I took that writing class. And honestly, the writing, the first few three episodes or that I wrote weren't difficult to write at all. Because it was like I had a story. I knew what I wanted to talk about. I knew the characters I had in it. And so it's just these last two episodes where um, I'm transitioning from, you know, one part of a traumatic experience and trying to get out of that rut and then also, you know, getting diagnosed back into, you know, I'm definitely going to highlight, you know, the George Floyd killing, and that's going to be around, that's going to be the fifth episode. And I'm still trying to decide how I want to voice my opinion throughout that script because there's just so many ways I can take this. I mean, I just I feel like I've, I got to the point where I was, like, getting through COVID and I was okay and I was exercising and I was trying to get my life back in order and then that happened and it just sends me back in a spiral and it's just, like, all the emotions. Like, I, I, took, a, I took a whole break off of Instagram and just any social media because it was just, like, there's nothing on – there's nothing that I'm going to post on this platform that, you know, is important enough than the, the, the major issue that needs to be addressed that – Black people and brown people are being killed, you know, for existing. And it's just me posting another headshot about, you know, being fired today. It was just like, no, like, no, I'm hurting. I'm hurting and I should hurt and I should feel that pain. And, you know, how to look back on that pain now and, and finish that script. Because I was I was kind of in a mojo. I was like, I was almost finished with the whole experience. And then that happened and it kind of made me like, really lose it for just a, a week, a few weeks or two. So, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a difficult thing to write because it's, it's a real-life experience. I feel like I really am living it. And, you know, sometimes, you know, do you want to bring that to the screen? You know, do you want to expose yourself and be vulnerable in that? And part of me is like, I don't want to. But then again, it's just like I, I feel like I have a call. I feel like I have a duty of, you know, telling these stories because not everybody can relate. Not everybody can understand, you know, the experience that I'm living and the pain that I'm going through. And, you know, I think film is just a beautiful way of bridging that gap for people, if that makes sense. So, yeah, long story short, it's, it's, it's hard, but I'm definitely getting through it. Okay. So estimated time is going to be up on you, uh, the, the web series is going to be up, or do you have a time frame, or are you just taking a plan about year? Yeah, so I love that you're doing this, um, <laughs> asking me these questions, accountability, um, because I do have um, this past summer, uh, I I, uh, I got an accountability buddy, a success partner, and we've been kind of talking about our goals, and this is a goal that's been on my to-do list for a while now. Um, I would love to have the the script, what's the date today? Today's the, the 8th. Um, I would love to have my script finished by, you know, the third week of August. I would love to have that done. And then when it comes to the shooting process, you know, I've got to get my, my actor to memorize and get everything going and then shoot it. So I would love to have this by mid-September. That would be my goal, mid-September, having it on the platform. So shooting everything you know, in three weeks, editing it and putting it up on YouTube. And that's, 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 been, that's, that's just going to be my outlet, you know. I need to copyright my scripts and everything and the material and then um, put it up on YouTube because I think it's important to, to fail, you know. I mean, this is my first project that I've ever done before, so I want to just shoot it, get the experience, get that practice, and know what it feels to fall on my face and mess up. <laughs> I feel like um, I, 
there's this. Uh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say there's this. I, I have a friend who told me uh, this this terrible expression, but it's so good. Um, she said, uh, at this part where we're still learning, it's important to get your ugly babies out now. And I'm just like, get your ugly babies out. <laughs> but when you think about it, like, you have to start putting the material out there and start learning from it. And it's not going to be pretty right away. It's not going to come out, ooh, this is the most gorgeous thing I've ever done. Like, you, you have to get, you get to get through those growing pains of failing and seeing, okay, that didn't work, and I'm never going to do that again. But it's, it's, I think by doing, that's how we learn the most. So this will be my first ugly baby, and I hope it's I hope it's super ugly so I can grow so much from it. And I hope it's beautiful in some ways, too. No, let me be the first to say, if, if or, or whatever number I'm in, uh, if you ever need help to write something, to produce something, to work on something, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I'm on the phone call away. Um, Aww, thank saying. you. I appreciate that. Um, like I, I really said, um, what that. else? What else is there? What else do you want to get out to the fans about your work and the things you're working on, or anything else as far as your your um, business? So. Yeah, I mean, other than you know, like I said, um, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm always open to. Um, I, I think it's I think it's just so important as actors, we're all going through this journey together. So if you do have any questions in, in regards to my journey, and want to know more about me, you can you can also you can always reach out to me on Instagram and connect with me, and I can tell you about my journey even more detail or. You know, if you're looking for an actor who, you know, if I fit that same look or uh, personality or um, you think I, I could be in that character, I would love to be open to auditioning for roles. Like I said, I'm still I'm still non-union, so I can definitely take on, you know, smaller projects. And I think, you know, just getting in the practice of getting on camera, putting yourself out there, growing, that's... I, I'm I'm a, I'm a such a kinesthetic person, and I think it's just important to always be doing, to always putting yourself out there. Um, yeah, and then in terms of other projects, I don't I don't really have anything going on because you know COVID nineteen. I've just been doing a lot of self tapes and auditioning, and you know trying to just keep my chops sharp for whenever I do get booked, whenever I do get you know my big thing. I, I want to be. When my big break comes, I don't want to be, oh, still trying to get over COVID. I want to be sharp. So, um, yeah, if, if you guys want to get to know me, want to follow me in my journey, and, you know, definitely check out my YouTube channel. I have a lot of stuff on there. I still want to, like I said, I want to put up more stuff, my web series and, and just other material. Um, you can also check out my website at ayanataylor.com. Um, I have a lot of – it's pretty up-to-date for sure. Just kind of led you guys into my world. Um, you can also find me on IMDb. Um, and, yeah, I just, just want you guys to know that, you know, I'm a living, breathing testimony of you can you can choose the career and the life that you want to have. And the great, I'm grateful to have people who support me and who are there for me. But I, I got to a point where I graduated from college and I had a full-time job and and I was I was living my life, but there was something missing. You know, there was something missing, and I think acting was that missing element that made me more fulfilled. And I didn't just drop cold turkey. I didn't just leave my job and say, forget y'all. Like, you know, I, I saved money. I trained. I made sure that I was, 
you know, growing and make sure this was actually right for me. Because the last thing you want to do is leave everything and then find out you're not happy doing it. So I made sure that this was something I wanted to do. And then from there, you know, you've got to leap. You've got to take that jump and just know what you, this is your one life. And if you want to live it to your fullest, don't hold back. Don't let anybody or anything tell you you can't be something if that's what you want to be. So that's all no, I got. That was, no, that's what I was about to ask you. You said that you you made the decision to walk, leave your your hometown and and mm-hmm. to come to to come to L.A. to pursue an acting mm-hmm. career. Acting. What what? And you like something missing? Like what? Like what was the besides having a conversation with your friend, but like what makes mm-hmm. get you like get you mentally and, and and I guess mentally and spiritually and emotionally ready for a, a sense of a, a, a journey, like in the sense of just pick up from everything you know to walk to basically uh walk away from it to to pursue your passion. Yeah, um I would definitely say I was open and I think you know how that expression, if your hand's closed and, you know, you, you can't, and it's not physically open, you can't receive anything if your hand's closed. And I think whenever I moved to, I think first of all, leaving my, leaving my, leaving my, the state that I grew up in, the family and close friends around me, I think that was my biggest uh, change. It was like, okay, like I'm embarking on something unknown and I'm really putting myself out there in terms of what other opportunities are out there for me. And I think when you, you know, you're open to change, you're open to different experiences, I think op- I think opportunities come your way. So, But if you're just like, nope, I would never do that. Nope, I would never try this. I'm not good enough to do that. And there's just no way I would ever, ever, could ever be good enough to do something like that. If you already have that mentality of, like, there's no way I could do something like that, instead of having an open mind of to saying, like, well, what would that look like if I actually did that, you know? And then, then again, like, what's the worst that could happen? I could die doing this? That's the worst. Is it probably – is that probably going to happen? No. Um, so I, I think at the end of the day I was open from the very beginning when I moved to Minnesota, and I think I was open to a lot of different things. I, I was doing some painting. I was doing some ice skating. I was doing a little bit of everything, <laughs> to be honest. And, um, you know, just being open. Yeah. Yeah, it was Minnesota. Okay, what kind of paintings at? Oh, I actually just donated all of them to Goodwill. <laughs> I'm not the best painter. But see, that's the thing. I don't, how do I know I'm not a good painter if that's something I want to do if I haven't tried it, you know? So I, I've done painting and I've done, you know, trying different things that really fulfill me or, or you know, just kind of gauging it. And something about acting got rude of me. And it was just like this. I've always wanted to do this, and it was always down in that little small Ayana who was so insecure and just, you know, would, you're so worried about what people think of me and so worried about, you know, how I come off that I don't even have a personality to begin with. And that's just a tiring life, you know. That's just a tiring life, trying to be so happy, you know, be this person for other people to make them feel comfortable instead of just being true to Ayana. And I feel like once I was able to just be open to accepting who I am, and stuff I want to do, it's almost like a shift, George. Like, it doesn't take much for me. It's like when I have my mind set on something, yeah, I may think it through and have some questions, come a little back and forth. But when I'm set on something, George, you have to go. You know, 
you can't sit a, sit a model on it because sometimes you sometimes that inspiration that came and hit you right there. If you don't act on it, it's gonna go. And then before you realize, twenty years done passed, and that one time that you could have gone could have been that one change you needed in your life to live a more fulfilled life. And so. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I mean, people may think I'm foolish, and I, I will say this for the record. My mama was right when she, when I went to this first acting school, and she told me it was a scam, and I was like, no, it's not a scam. She was right. My mama was right. It was a scam. But on the upside, I saw it was a scam eventually, and I was like, everything that they're teaching me, I can do this on my own. I can do this. I'm so self-sufficient. I don't need this. I don't need to be throwing money away to them. Yeah, I already did it, but it didn't, it took it took that to happen to me to be like I don't have to be an actor to understand, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just like it, it, if anything, what it you, helped me to take decide, my career into my own hands, you know. What made you What made you decide to walk away from school? I mean, at least that school, at least, uh, in order to pursue oh. it. Like, what made you? What, what made you see that there was a scam or you didn't need that in the second part? What, what triggered me, and like I said, full disclaimer, I went through the whole program. Um, <laughs> but I noticed it maybe like it was it was a 30-week school, and by week 19 I was like, okay, this is for sure a scam. I was skeptical, but it sure is a scam. Um, but what, what I noticed specifically was that I was paying a large amount of money for this for the few hours that I was in this class, and the stuff that they were teaching me, it was so basic. It was like, I can go to Google and get this. You know, it was like, and then, like, we were, it just, the teachers, too, they were just coming and going. It just didn't feel like these teachers were coming in with knowledge to really change us and move us. It was kind of like, okay, check off this list. Did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do this? It was just, it was like, it was just like, I I don't need someone just to tell me, like, okay, did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do this? I, I need acting to change the way I'm going to look at this career. And it, it, it was, it's, you could tell. You could tell right away just, like, what they were demanding of you. And, and, the, and I think the one thing that got me through it was, like, they told me by the end of week 30 that they would – set me up with this agency or something like that, and I would get signed on, and then that could lead to opportunities to, for me to get booked and, like, my career could change, blah, 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 you know? So it's just, like, I fed into that idea, that belief that they were going to get me work, and then when week 30 came, they're like, this isn't a guarantee that you're going to get in this agency, you know? And you got to pay this amount of money to even get into the agency. So it's just, like, all of it was a, really a lie, you know, just to kind of – get me in. But like I said, long story short, it, it showed me I had to rely on myself. I, I can rely on myself to get the training that I need. And or not not necessarily the training because I feel like I found some amazing teachers in this, you know, market alone that have grown me in so many ways. But in that moment, they were trying to teach me to be disciplined as a person, as an actor, when I was like, I can do this five times better than that experience. And so it, it it really shifts my mentality of like okay like th- if this is your career you need to take it in your own hands and find legit people who actually are going to teach you because I didn't feel like I was getting an adequate education at all and I'd never taken acting class in my life and I knew right I knew by that by eventually I was like you know what this isn't this isn't what I thought it was going to be so but yeah yeah you got to live you got to learn and like I said 
Who wants to be scammed, George? Do you want to get scammed? I don't want to be scammed. I've been, and I've, so, I've been there. Listen, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there as well, too. Okay. Um, but, but, but here, here, somebody listened to me, but they were like, that girl is so dumb. Why, why would she take this class knowing it was a scam, knowing her mama told her better? But the thing is, I lived through that experience. I have something I can tell. I, I have something that if, if I have ever another scam that comes my way, that pinch comes up. I'm like, Mm-mm, no, 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 no. I'm not going to fall for that. So it's just like, yeah, yeah, I could have listened to my mom and I could have, you know, not scared away. But I feel like starting my acting school really transformed my mentality of like, okay, I need to take this career in my own hands if I really want to be successful. And so even though, like, it was a bust that I'm out a certain amount of money, it still shifted. It still gave me that leap of, like, I can do this acting career. I can do this. If If they can sit here and charge this amount of money, to get someone to be an actor, I can do this on my own, on my own time, and get twice as far, you know? So, like I said, I mean, some people see that as a loss. I see it as a gain. Yeah, I mean, money is money. Like, we need it. We're not going to die without it. But, you know, it's, you know, I'm, I'm thankful in that situation that I had a full-time job that I wasn't out too much, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Uh and my show's about to end, so go ahead and say your goodbyes, please. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Again, my name's Ayana Taylor. I'm an actor, voiceover, model, um, you know, writer, uh, vegan. I, I'm just all about, you know, taking care of, you know, taking care of self-care and loving yourself and, and sharing that with other people. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, George, for having me. You're such an honor to talk and catch up with, and Thank you. Thank you for this time. No problem. All right, y'all. Till next time, y'all. Same buzzy time, same FAD channel, same work, sad time zone. Till next time, y'all. Love you a lot. Discover a duck that barely clucks. He's not dead. He's just well fed. Enter a zone where you're never alone. We have publishing companies if you need one. Artwork of all kinds that'll blow your mind. If you've come this far, you've come too far to stop. Actors, actresses, performers, call The Zone immediately. 424-732-9673. We are open seven days a week excluding holidays, Monday through Sunday, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Our number again, 424-732-9673.